Welcome to The Pony Pod, brought to you by the SMU Daily Campus. I'm Mackenzie Miranda, a contributor for the DC. This episode is a part of our series called Ask the Expert, where we talk to students, faculty, alum, and anyone part of the SMU community with unique expertise. Here with me today is Piper Holden, homecoming chair of SMU Student Foundation, and we're going to be talking about SMU homecoming and all that goes into preparing for homecoming weekend. So, Piper, how does it feel to be the homecoming chair of Student Foundation, and what does that mean to you? Yeah, so it's really exciting to be the homecoming chair for Student Foundation. I think it's just so special to be able to plan one of SMU's most coveted traditions. It's currently the 101st homecoming this year, which is super exciting. And kind of what that means to me is just being able to create some memories that people get to experience throughout the rest of their lives, as well as meet so many different alumni coming back to campus and just really bring back that SMU experience that they loved when they attended SMU. Yeah, I love that. That sounds awesome. So what does being the homecoming chair entail and what are your tasks or roles that you have to do for that? Yes. So the homecoming chair is a big task. So I run a committee of five different individuals, all SMU students who have various tasks that help to plan the entire homecoming week. So as Student Foundation, we plan Rock the Vote, which is the really big spirit event that kind of kicks off Homecoming Week, which takes place on the Monday of Homecoming Week. We also basically oversee the entire Homecoming competition. So candidate interviews, the social media component, the Peruna painting, the float building. So I'll be in the garage the entire week, as well as we have in recent years added since I've been here a Homecoming concert a celebrity artist, which has not been announced yet, but that will take place on Friday, as well as a philanthropic component. So we're working with the Family Place, which is an amazing organization in Dallas this year, and that will be a philanthropy event on the Thursday of Homecoming Week, as well as the entire parade and Homecoming Royalty presentation. So being Homecoming Chair is definitely a lot of work, and there's a lot of different tasks, but It's just so exciting to be able to be so involved within, as I said earlier, a tradition that really shapes memories of so many SMU students, current and past. Oh, well, that sounds so fun. I'm so excited to, like, see all the events happen. I bet they're going to be so much fun. You mentioned a bunch of different events like Rock the Vote, the Homecoming Concert, the announcement of royalty at the game. So how soon in advance do y'all start preparing and what all prep goes into it that people don't really see behind the scenes? Yes. So I got my position of Homecoming Chair and it was towards the end of fall semester of last year. So I think it was November and we honestly start planning in January. So In January, we're starting to figure out what we want homecoming week to look like. So as I said earlier, last year was the first year we did a homecoming concert, and I was actually in charge of that. I was homecoming activities coordinator, and we just decided that we really want an event where the entire community could attend, something that wasn't just the organization. And so that kind of shapes that. And then going into this year, I knew that I'm very passionate about service and making a positive impact within the Dallas community. So I knew I wanted to do a really big, like, philanthropic element. So that's why we decided to partner with the Family Place, and we're going to be packing hygiene kits for victims of family violence. So I'm really excited that we're going to be able to make a really concrete impact because we haven't done that with homecoming before. So I think a lot of people don't realize is it's all of these different elements of kind of, like, creativity. Like, we're keeping tradition, but being able to shape them to make them a bit more innovative and fit kind of the current campus tone. 
so we really start planning basically a year in advance. Obviously, homecoming is a bit early this year, so it was more about 11 months in advance. But there's a lot that goes into it just in terms of contracts people don't realize, um, in terms of reaching out to different organizations to partner and picking the perfect artist for the event, um, as well as just crafting different packets that go out to the candidates and homecoming captains. There's really a lot of different small pieces that go into it that I think people don't realize. Um, But still, as I said, happy to do it. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I definitely did not realize I had to start planning that far in advance, but it definitely makes sense. So what is your favorite thing about homecoming or what's the thing that you um, enjoy doing the most on the backside of it? Yeah, so something that I've really gotten to enjoy this year in this role of homecoming chair has just been working with student, like SMU development. So this is something that I didn't realize that the homecoming chair did, but we just have a lot of different meetings with a bunch of different kind of areas of SMU from risk management to alumni and giving to various administrative roles such as the dean of students, obviously um, RGT, the president. The homecoming chair really gets to meet and kind of discuss homecoming with all of these different areas of SMU, as well as working with, obviously, younger students within Student Foundation. So I think that's been my favorite part, is just getting okay. to meet and discuss with so many different individuals while also having the opportunity to kind of support and uplift my committee. So my committee is five um, girls, all in the grade below me, actually. And so it's been really fun just to kind of help shape their role as leaders and kind of help them like get over like ownership of these different events. So I think that's definitely been my favorite part is just getting to work with so many different types of people. Yeah. I love that. Um, So you mentioned that you did the homecoming concert. Was that last year? Yes. Was that your first time like having a hand in all the homecoming stuff? Yes. So super funny. I, when I was a freshman at SMU, I'm currently a junior I was homecoming chair for Lloyd Commons, so my Commons at the time. So I was involved in homecoming from that kind of organizational perspective first, completely removed from Student Foundation. And then my sophomore year, I received the position of homecoming activities coordinator, where I oversaw the homecoming concert. So we had BOB come to campus and was able to do an in-person event outside even during COVID, which was really important to me just to be able to give especially those freshmen, that opportunity to connect and have fun and a really fun memory for the fall semester, as well as I did an alumni lectureship um, for the 100th homecoming, which hadn't been done before, where I reached out to a bunch of different SME alumni and kind of moderated a lecture with them. So that was super special. And then this year now stepping into the role of homecoming chair. So it's been really fun just to see how obviously my positions have changed and I've been involved with the event in various capacities each year. And so it's really exciting that for my junior year, I get to put on the whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool that you got to kind of evolve into that role and work up to it. That's really neat. Do you think that you're going to have a hand in homecoming next year, or do you think that this will be the last year that you do it since you're now the homecoming chair? Yeah, so I'm not 100% um, sure if I'll have a role in homecoming next year. Um, I think this is kind of where I want to stop with the event, but obviously whoever takes on the position next year I'll always be a call away or be able to meet with them and talk about various things and give my opinion. And whenever we turn over the position, which that typically happens at the end of the fall semester, we leave them like an entire document basically of all our like 
secrets and <laughs> trade yeah. and just to make sure that they feel comfortable <laughs> taking on the new role. So yeah. I'll probably next year get involved in it from like an organizational standpoint. So maybe work within one of my organizations to help put on homecoming, but I probably won't be doing it from the student foundation side of things. Okay, definitely. Yeah, that's neat though, for sure. So if somebody didn't really know what homecoming was, like what in your words would you say is the purpose of all the homecoming traditions and celebrations? Yeah, so I think like the core of homecoming is honestly just a really amazing week full of spirit and pride in SMU and the various organizations that people are a part of, um, as well as just an opportunity to connect with the alumni. That's something I've really tried to focus on within this past year is to get them as involved as possible, just since I think it's such a special opportunity, especially because this year it's a double reunion year because of COVID. So there'll be a lot more alumni on campus, which I'm super excited about. Um, So I think homecoming and just like one word is really just like spirit and fun and competition. It's just such an exciting week full of various different activities, which then ends up leading in the royalty being announced. And those royalty are supposed to reflect kind of the values held by the ideal kind of SMU student, someone who's very involved, academic, um, someone who just really represents SMU all around. I mean, that's even all of the candidates who are participating this year is they really reflect the best of SMU, which I think is really a cool opportunity just to get to recognize and highlight them. Yeah, definitely. That is really neat. Um, So you said that you were a lot more involved with the SMU alum. Have you ever heard any stories or experiences or anything from them of how things have changed from their time at SMU? Yes, I actually have, funny enough. So I think especially in pertaining to homecoming, I remember talking about this at the lectureship I did last year, but homecoming used to comprise of basically just Greek organizations. So I think that's definitely something we've worked on is trying to make homecoming a lot bigger and more inclusive. So I'm happy to say that this homecoming is the biggest and most inclusive homecoming we've ever had. We have 43 candidates who are representing their various organizations participating, as well as I believe, I think it's over 20, yeah, 23 different kind of floats, over 30 organizations participating, which is super, super cool. Um, So I think that's one way that it's definitely evolved throughout time is now like the Human Rights Council, the Anthropology Club, um, all of the different commons are participating in homecoming this year. That just used to not really happen. It used to be a lot smaller of an event. And it really used to comprise of just the parade and a few less activities. So I think it's been really fun just to watch it develop, even since I've been at SMU and the addition of the concert and just more organizations participating. I think that's been super, super cool and special to see throughout time. Yeah, that's really neat for sure. And I actually remember hearing um, that this is the first year that they're allowing two candidates of the same gender. Is that correct? Yeah. So this is the first gender inclusive homecoming. So there's a few different changes, such as like when you're voting, it's not like you're picking for a queen and a king. You're on kind of a ballot with your paired organization or just the two candidates from your organization. So I think that's super neat just because it's giving so many more candidates the opportunity to participate this year, which they haven't in the past. So I think that's something that's definitely unique about this year's homecoming. Yeah. How did that decision come to be? Yeah. So that decision um, was one that we've been discussing basically since fall of last year. We talked with representatives from the Human Rights Council, the administration, various organizations on campus multiple different times throughout the summer, um, just talking about what we wanted homecoming to look like and just kind of, I guess, 
as I said earlier, knowing the time to add some innovation, but while still maintaining tradition. So recognizing some easy fixes that aren't too big that would make a big impact on campus. Um, and so that's kind of how we ended up leading to that decision is through lots of collaboration with different organizations on campus. Very cool. Yeah, that's so exciting that we get to like be a part of this inclusive year and that's the first year of that being allowed. So that's a super exciting thing for sure. Is there any like last minute things you'd like to add or say or speak about on homecoming before we wrap up? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm just really excited and excited for everyone to get to see all of the hard work that myself and my committee have put in. And I'm just yeah. really excited for all in-person events and for homecoming to look a bit more normal since we didn't get to have the parade last year. So that's just what I'm really excited about. I'm so excited to see everything come together. I'm sure it will be amazing. Thank you so much, Piper, for joining me to talk about SMU homecoming and all the prep and traditions. And I really, really appreciate you doing this and taking time out of your schedule. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for talking with me. I really appreciate it and just getting a chance to share a bit about homecoming. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ask the Expert on the PonyPod. Special thanks to Abby Cole for producing our music. Follow us on Instagram at SMU Daily Campus and Twitter and Facebook at The Daily Campus. Until next time, Pony up.